Marriage is hard. It's something we go into so excited, but often end up leaving on the back burner. We believe in a 1 Corinthians 13 type of love, one that takes intentionality and purpose. A good marriage is not something that happens by accident. So it's our hope that you leave feeling inspired to have some new topics of conversation with your spouse through listening to our talks here. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jaren. And this is Marriage on Purpose. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, everybody. We're back. We're back. I actually, I thought a song would come to me and it didn't. I think you just made that one up. (laughs) I did. Great. I loved it. Hello. I'm going to be singing that whenever I get home from work. (laughs) Oh, do you know what it is? It just came to me. Okay, what is it? you know that old song that goes, I'm fat, I'm fat. Yeah, that's I'm what Bad that? by Michael Jackson. No, there's one that actually It's Weird Al Yankovic who changes it oh, to I'm Fat. Oh, you're probably right. That was in my childhood. Yeah, I <laughs> believe it. Just a random melody that popped up in my head. I apologize. Okay, I won't be singing that. <laughs> that's funny. Yep, okay. Good one, honey. Well, we are back. <laughs> yes, we've already established that. <laughs> been a minute (laughs) oh goodness it's gonna be rough has it been a good break um yes i think so we were kind of getting behind and a lot of things were catching up to us other than podcasting so i think it was good to take a break now we're gonna get some more podcasts in yeah we're excited yeah i feel like i have gotten back on track with like homeschooling and the kids and parenting and all that and that feels really good So on Instagram recently, which if you don't know, we have an Instagram, follow us, it's Marriage on Purpose podcast. Plug. Shameless plug. Um, But (laughs) we often ask questions and like gather ideas from those who follow us on Instagram. And we were throwing out some like new segment ideas for season two of the podcast and an idea that a lot of people seem to like is if we did a weekly check-in as our beginning segment and just kind of checked in emotionally, checked in on our marriage so that you guys could get a close-up look, a feel for what that might look like. We want to normalize talking about our feelings and our ups and downs and our strengths and weaknesses, showing you what that looks like without getting defensive. This is a very normal, healthy part of a marriage. And the more you feel comfortable talking about the hard stuff without stirring up hurt feelings, the safer your marriage feels. So what this will look like from here on out in the beginning of our episodes, we will take turns asking each other questions about our feelings. Yay, (laughs) feelings. So if there's anything that's kind of just been stirring in our hearts this week that we need to get off our chest or we'll kind of talk about what we've done well this week and what we haven't and just kind of open up that dialogue, checking in with each other emotionally so you guys get a close-up look of what that looks like for us. Weekly check-in. Yep. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Gonna be great. Are you? Do you have anything pre-planned to say for this check-in or are you winging it? Kind of winging it, you know? Okay, me too. Great. (laughs) So, what is something that I have been doing well? Um, I feel like you've been on it, like you said, with homeschooling and um, 
taking care of the house and stuff like that. More specifically, you've you've been taking care of your health better. You've been more focused. Not like it takes a lot of focus, but you've just been more intentional with what you're eating and trying to make yourself feel better. Especially we know going into the holidays, we load up on everything. We really don't need an excess amount of, but you've been doing a really good job of trying to be proactive about your health, especially when going into like cold flu season, stuff like that. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. What is something that I've been doing well? Um, I would say that you, your communication has been on point, <laughs> mm. um, which is not like unusual for you, but it's not so also not the norm for you. Like you've just been coming home every day, ready to tell me all about your day, even if I'm kind of like, <laughs> it's usually the opposite. Quiet. Yes, it's usually it's, the it opposite. really is like the norm for our marriage has really been like me pouring out my feelings and emotions on you and you being kind of quiet and me gonna pull things out of you. But lately you've just been like coming home from work, like ready to communicate, ready to talk, which is really a good thing in marriage. You, I feel like you've really been like wanting to be a part of my life without me like kind of dragging you into it. I don't know why. I don't feel like I've done anything different to change that, but maybe it's just coming out of me more naturally now. Yeah. I you're really know. like quick to share your feelings and emotions lately. Hmm. Well, look, All what, right. you've, look what you've done to me. <laughs> I know. I feel like the tables have turned. <laughs> look how the turn tables. <laughs> <laughs> so what is something that I am not or have not been doing well this week? lately i don't really know i usually even if you have not been doing something well i don't usually remember what it is because i don't really focus on like oh great this week you've been really slacking at this area you know i'm just like would it help to phrase the question better as like what is it something that you need that maybe i'm not giving right now Mm, okay that could be a good way to phrase it um for me i don't think anything you're crossing all the T's, <laughs> dotting all the I's. I mean, I think it's fine. I don't really think there's any... I mean, this week I haven't noticed anything. Hmm. I'm pretty content. I'm a happy guy. <laughs> Easy to please. Yeah. That is very true about One you. thing you could do is find a way to destroy gnats. If We've you could tried. find something that could just... There's a gnat that just keeps flying in both of our faces. Goes and flies in There's Jaren's two. face and then flies in my face and then flies We're in We're like playing ping pong with it. We're <laughs> smacking it back and forth to each other. So true. It's awful. If you can find a way to get rid of all the gnats in our house, that'd be great. Oh my gosh. So uh, that's an area you're lacking in right now that you need to work on. It's my duty. <laughs> we actually bought one of those like electric tennis racket things. You hold the button down and smack a bug with it and it like zaps it. Yeah, I can't figure it out. It never works for me. I just wave it like a madman and just bat, 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 zap everything around. <laughs> I do too, and like, I never yes. get one. It's crazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm just more athletic than you. Mm, probably. <laughs> okay, so what is something that you need for me that I haven't been giving you very well this week? Nothing major, but if I could think of any answer, I think I would say maybe showing a little bit more attention in what's going on in my life by asking questions about my day or things like that versus just telling me about yours. Hmm, so it's a double-edged sword. (laughs) It's not. It's still a good thing. Like, I want to hear about your day. 
but like being interested in my world without me having to like lay it out yeah i feel like i usually just expect to hear about your day i know i don't usually <laughs> ask it just comes to me so yeah I that's do just that something that like feels good like i can't tell you but yeah. it like feels good when you show interest you know yeah all right so is there anything that's like been on your heart or your mind this week that you feel like you need to get off your chest I don't think so. There's been a couple things that have been like a little stressors here and there throughout the week, um, but we've kind of already talked about them. Um, so I don't have anything specific this week anyways, I guess, which I guess is a good thing. What about you? No, I don't have anything specific. I feel like we've been communicating really well and everything that has needed to be talked about has been talked about already. So other than these dang gnats hit it back over to me hit it back over to me (laughs) all right so today we are actually going to be talking about these check-ins what we just did why they're so important and what they can do for your marriage and we'll also get into some practical tips later of just like how to make them happen how to structure structure them and just make them go smoothly So we originally heard of this idea of a heart check from the Fierce Marriage Podcast. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. They have totally blessed our marriage a lot. Um, They always did these heart checks where they would ask like what they're listening to, what they're reading. They always like said something. What do they say? Like what music's in your ear? Yeah. Book is in your hand, Books music, your something hand. like that. I'm gonna steal their whole they idea. They had like a, but... I know, cute little catchphrase that they like yeah, asked. So, great. yeah, if you haven't checked them out, definitely do. They're an amazing marriage um, podcast, and more than just a podcast, they're a marriage ministry, and they're great. So definitely check them out. Um, but we loved the name of the heart checks, so we started using that name, but like we kind of changed it up a bit. So this is kind of like our version of the heart checks. We we used to always call them heart checks, but for the purpose of this podcast and not just like stealing their name, we're just calling them weekly check-ins, but their heart checks did kind of give us like the inspiration to kind of check in weekly. So yeah. we just kind of updated it and this was our version of it. Yeah, and that's something you guys could do too. If y'all don't yeah. want to call it weekly check-in or heart check, Come up with a name you want to call it, or steal those. It doesn't matter. Like you, as long call as you're, you want. Yeah. yeah, as long as you're talking. But here's the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what what is it? Essentially, it's just a scheduled time to come together and pour out what has been on your heart and mind that week. It's a time to check on each other's hearts. Heart check. Heart check. <laughs> um, and why is this so important? I think often, kind of like what's in our intro often marriage just kind of gets put on the back burner put on the back burner yeah (laughs) and especially in the season of like having young kids it is really easy to forget to make intentional time to focus on your spouse it's so easy to just get wrapped up in the day-to-day go through the motions go through the routines and we don't make that intentional time even though we know it's important we know we're supposed to we just don't priorities get out of whack life gets crazy and we don't but when we have these scheduled weekly check-ins they're already there they're in the schedule they're in the plan and it can just make intentional time so much easier rather than waiting to feel like doing it it's it's in the schedule so you are intentionally in the schedule putting in time to check in and check in on each other's hearts 
And also, I think just as humans, we are constantly growing and evolving and changing. And if we don't make those frequent connections with our spouse, we will wake up one day and not recognize the person next to us. And I think these check-ins are just one of the biggest practical things you can do in your marriage to assure that you are growing together rather than growing separately. You're constantly checking in, seeing who they are this week, seeing who they are next week, and you, you're doing life with them. You know who they are every single week. They're never growing apart because you're right there growing with them. And this also can be something like based on your situation, you can change it. Like it doesn't have to be weekly. It could be bi-weekly. Like if you work with your spouse or something like that, you have a home business, you kind of know how everyone's doing. You might want to do it more frequently than weekly. You know, you can, yeah. you can totally... The point is to talk. The point is to check on each other and see how they're really doing rather than just saying, hey, how you doing? And then you say, fine. Good. Good. (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah. Another reason why it's so important is because you are practicing vulnerability and being vulnerable with emotions is not something that just like comes naturally. You don't just, you're not just born being good at being vulnerable. I am. You're definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. It takes so much time as a human being to be able to trust someone in a relationship to get to a point where you feel safe and open enough to share like every piece of your mind, every thought that you have. That's a scary feeling and it takes time to get to that point where you feel comfortable doing that. And at first, you might not be good at it. You might not be perfect at this at first, but with this intentional practice, putting it in practice, you do find yourself getting better at it. You're getting to know each other every single week just a little bit better, which in turn makes you trust them more. Every time you get to know a new piece of their heart or a new piece of their mind and you share a little bit of a piece with them, you slowly break those walls down and like trust them more with more and more of your mind. Yeah. What are the tips that you have for us as, you know, Maybe something that we do that other people can do. Some like practical tips? Yeah, some like practical things. For practical tips on how to do these heart checks, what do they look like? Like I said earlier, meet up weekly um, or bi-weekly, but have a specific day and time set for this so you know it's coming. It's on the radar. You're anticipating it. You're able to think about it throughout the week. Set the date and time so it doesn't just happen on accident it doesn't just happen naturally because it's probably not going to if you leave it up to chance it's probably not going to yeah set a schedule time we used to always do this on sunday evenings like after we put the kids in bed because it's just like a nice end to a long week just to check in how's this week been how are you obviously now we're going to be doing it on the podcast so So, tuesdays it is tuesdays (laughs) another good tip is to ask questions The first thing that we typically always ask is just, how are you? How are you doing? So good. This is not a time to answer with good. I'm fine. (laughs) Not a time to answer with fine. This is a time to tell your spouse about how your week has been truly. What has been consuming your heart this week? What has been consuming your mind this week? This is the time to get it out. This question for us is usually enough to kind of get our brains rolling. So we don't need a lot more questions, a lot more coaxing. 
But if you do, that's totally okay. And that leads me to my next tip, which is to ask deeper questions. Don't just leave it at that. Have you listened to any podcasts this week? Have you read any books? Have you learned anything new? What is one moment that you felt really happy this week? What's a moment that you felt really sad this week? The whole purpose of this is to connect to your spouse's heart. So if you're having trouble getting vulnerable, asking really specific questions is a good way to start opening up on a deeper level. And it's really good to ask like, how am I doing in the context of marriage? And um, answer that honestly. And the more that you're able to answer that honestly, the more of a safe place it will begin to feel. I like doing that. I like asking more so when the kids aren't around. Um, sometimes even with the kids around, you know, it's good to do this so yeah. they can see as well. You know, they can see you checking in on each other. They're going to be interrupting. Or maybe you can sit down and do it with your kids too. Like, yeah, it'll be good sure. exercise one day a week. Maybe just check in on them. How was their week? Have they felt, I mean, like you said, ask deep questions. We often do this with our kids at the dinner table where we will ask them, what's something that made you happy today? Or what's something that made you sad today? Or what was mm-hmm. the best part of your day? Yeah. Just to like get them thinking about emotions and tying feelings to things and just being able to express emotions and talk about it, being yeah. able to be vulnerable. I think that's the biggest thing is letting them know we're a safe ear mm-hmm. to say that too. So that's so important. Like they might, they have those feelings all day long and they, our oldest is probably old enough to know he's having those feelings and like be able to remember them a couple days later. But the fact that we want him to know like, Hey man, you can tell us, mm-hmm. you can tell us when you're feeling sad or mad or we did something you didn't like. Like, it's fine if you tell us that. Yeah. Um, and this is a safe spot. Tell us around the dinner table or tell us in private. We are just here for you to hear what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Talking about emotions, sad things, happy things, all the things, just the things that are stirring in your mind, getting them out of your mind and talking about them, I feel like really just creates a very safe environment in your family, in your marriage, just in general. It's like a big relief. It makes you feel so much better to not have those emotions trapped in your body and physically speaking them, I feel like releases them from your body. So I even feel like it's like good and healthy for you to talk about those things because it like releases emotions. For sure. And obviously creates safety in those relationships that you are talking to. So my last tip is to plan your questions beforehand. This can help to not feel caught off guard or freeze up. Um, That is something that in the very beginning of mine and Jaren's relationship, I used to do all the time. I was oh, yes. not good at talking about my emotions and I had a ton of them, but I would often just like freeze and I like couldn't speak. I couldn't talk about it. And he would be asking me all these questions to yeah. try to get me to talk. And I was just not, I, I struggled being vulnerable. Yeah. I was the opposite. I was like, there's an issue or there's not an issue. Just like, how was your day? How were you today? And if you know you weren't doing good, you would be hard-pressed to answer yeah, that pretty question much any negative emotion i felt can't talk i couldn't talk I about couldn't it talk about it <laughs> and i was just probably unhealthily trying to drag it out of you <laughs> dragging you through That's the mud trying to get you to like say something anything yeah. you know so i could help or let you know i'm there but i probably was a little overbearing too so that probably shut you off as well but 
Yeah, it's taken a lot of work for me to get comfortable talking about my feelings and my emotions. And I'm really grateful for Jaren because, you know, obviously he's someone who's a lot more logical. We've talked about that. But I think because of that, because he's not heavily relies on his emotions or feels his feelings so heavily, he's able to talk about them really easily because it's not like this big burdensome thing. It's just normal, you know, like it's easy, it seems like for you or it has been. I I mean, I guess it might be easy to talk about them, but it is hard for me to understand what another what, person is feeling. No, I can understand what another person's feeling. I can read another person like a book and like tell you exactly what led to what to what led to what to why they're feeling what they're feeling now like I can do that with our kids I can do it with my family I can do that with myself too um, sometimes with myself is the hardest one it's easy for me to like pick someone apart and like logically just because I'm emotionally detached from them mm-hmm. but me I have to go through my emotions it's harder for me to like I can tell you what I'm feeling if I know what I'm feeling but like I don't know sometimes you know I used to that's back in the back when you were struggling that was that was my struggle as well you would ask me like how I'm feeling or you know just basic questions and I'm like I don't know I got nothing like I don't know I haven't thought about it like I have feelings I'm not sure (laughs) I think I feel stuff but you can't tell you what it is yeah if I did if I knew I would tell you but I just don't register that I didn't back then I'm miles better now thanks to you yeah we've both come a long way I feel like you used to be very like stoic in the sense that you never really had high highs and you never really had low lows. You were just kind of always mid. (laughs) Yeah, I was detached from it in both segments. Yeah. Like the highs were just, and that's okay, cool, yeah, fun, whatever. And the lows were like, well, yeah, okay, brush it off, no big deal. Where my high highs were like way high and my lows were way low. (laughs) Yeah, so. I feel like we both have kind of gotten better and evened out a little bit over the years. Not a super healthy spot to be on either of our parts, but yeah, by this point in time, we're definitely, we're definitely way better. We've come a long way. And if you're at that spot, you know, just know it doesn't just get fixed overnight. Like it took years for us. And that's the purpose of like why we talk about this, because it's practices like this that get you more comfortable doing it that get you better at it yeah sometimes when you're talking about things you might not feel like you make very much progress like you couldn't get it you couldn't articulate very well how you were feeling whatever but the fact that you just talked about it you know and you do that regularly you'll eventually yeah eventually articulate and get it out or for you you can eventually like feel safe enough to open up and Mm -hmm. say the bad feelings that you felt or whatever i think in both of our extremes doing this is very helpful like where you used to be asking when's a time you were really happy this week when's a time you were really sad this week kind of makes you make that connection to your feelings and like helps you start to think about like now that I'm answering these questions every week I need to start to think about like when am I feeling happy when am I feeling sad you know like that can be helpful for the person who is more detached but it can also be helpful to the person who in my extreme I felt a lot of emotions but struggled to open up and be vulnerable with them and get them out And this kind of forced me, like, they were in there. I knew exactly how I was feeling, but it felt very scary to, like, voice those things because they were so extreme. But this made me more comfortable to be able to speak those things. And like I said earlier, when you speak those things, it's almost like a release. Like, it just feels so good to be able to talk to someone about those extreme things that you're feeling, and it makes it seem not so scary. Yeah. So just plan questions beforehand. That will be really helpful. But eventually, as you do it, 
it might get easier and you might not have to plan out your questions. It might get to a point where you just sit down and you're checking in and you're able to just kind of spill your brains out. But when you're first starting out and this is not something that you normally do, you might have to text out your questions, send them to each other at the beginning of the week and say like, this is what we're gonna talk about this Sunday night at 7 p.m., whatever. And then you both have them, you can both be thinking about them, and then as you do it more, it will become something that's just kind of a natural part of your marriage. Yeah, any new habit or routine takes a little, a little bit of work to get moving. Yeah. But once you get going, it usually is beneficial. Do you have any more thoughts on check-ins or any tips or anything that you have that you want to give? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it in the basic sense to get people started. You know, I really like for people to make it their own thing. Yeah. You know, if you want to talk about something fun that happened, some, you know, talk about the good and then the bad. I think Fierce Marriage did like the highs and lows. Mm, they did yeah. that. Uh, for a little bit before they changed it up that's a good way to do it you could google different ways to do this or different prompts you know just kind of make it your own thing that's all i really would have to say just don't try to fit a mold of what someone on the internet is telling you just take the idea and make it unique to your marriage yeah do what works best for you guys rather than you know try to do exactly what somebody on a podcast said all right well this episode was probably short and sweet which is just a good slow gradual fade back into podcasting so for us good. yes <laughs> but we just kind of wanted to give you a rundown of why we believe this is even important and just some tips to help you take the ones that are beneficial throw out the ones that aren't and just like jaren said make it your own but just to help you moving forward and what those intentional conversations and connections can look like with your spouse but we will kind of be checking in at the beginning of our episodes from here on out so you can just hear what they sound like and what they're like for us yeah hopefully that's helpful i think it'll be helpful it'll be helpful for us to do it every week we, yeah we do it but you know mm -hmm. not every single week so it'll be helpful to get back on doing it every week all right, well, that is all we have for today. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review. Follow us on the gram, Marriage on Purpose podcast. All the things. Do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is so excited about that. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week.